welcome back to another episode of Daddy's Home. I am your host, Stephen Shear, and uh, this is episode 43, the 421 episode, son, because we were going to record yesterday, but yeah, you know, we ended up watching Red Bar and Succession that we decided to put it off to Friday, and it's a good thing we did, because... You know, we're, we have the apartment to ourselves, we're free to be who we want, and, um, you know, that's what 421 is all about. So, thanks for tuning in. Can you please, Melissa, play this song for me? Is it the space bar? On the, uh, lap, on the, yes. No? There we go. Playing. Yes. Nice. Some vibey music, yeah. Can you hear it? No. Can you hear it now? Barely, but turn it up okay. a little bit on the on the. Look at that! Look at that! Oi! This is what 421 is all about, you know. It's about accepting when uh, when things aren't right and some, you know, just accepting. You're not gonna introduce me. You know, we got the lovely Mel Escudero here, as always, producing the podcast. God damn it! And we wouldn't have it any other way. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Steve. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Steve. <laughs> and you can write to me at Daddy's Home Podcast Official <laughs> at gmail.com. I still haven't fixed the email. I was being a lazy bitch. <laughs> I was being a lazy bitch. So, anyway, please, can you kill that for me, Melissa? Thank you. Nice. Look at that. We're getting a, we're getting a handle on the ship. Look at that. This is nice. Hope everyone out there is having a good week. You know, we, it's been a while since we spoke to you last. And a lot has happened. Oh, fuck. I forgot the iPad. Ah, all right. He forgot his notes. 421. 421. A oh, classic it's start. It's 920. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, make a wish. Um, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I wish they weren't here. No, anyway. Okay, well, where's 43? There we go. 43. Uh, No. Yes. uh, A tam Okay, anyway. Yo, all right, so. Yo, all right, so. (laughs) Anyway, son, (laughs) let me gather my thoughts real quick. God damn it! There's a reason why I'm acting this way. It's because we got a new bong, and it's literally Ooh. set me off into like <laughs> just fucking. <laughs> I get I get thrusted into a fucking wormhole whenever I smoke this thing. It's like a portal episode. <laughs> and I'm like totally fine, but you're, <laughs> you're yeah. like coughing and like. Yeah, and I was like, it's just this thing right here is a silent killer. I'm like Jesus Christ, because <laughs> Jesus Christ, and everyone's looking at it like, yeah, it's dirty as shit too. And you know what? <laughs> We're going to clean it. Did you clean the water today? I have oh not. Oh, my God. You and guys, I'm so sorry. Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> daddy decides when the water when the water gets cleaned <laughs> four weeks later. Oh, gross. You know, someone got mad at me one time for asking them to clean their piece. Like, not really? like, yeah, like that, like their bong. 
and there's like he's like you want to smoke i'm like sure but he's like trying to get me to do a dab yeah and i was trying to get off that at the time because whenever i would do a dab i'm like it would be worse than that i'm like <gasps> like yeah. you know it's like it's like marijuana crack and i'm stuck at this guy's place for like an hour and a half right so he pulled his bong out and pulled yeah. his bong he pulled his bong out i'm like yo dude that's a nice bong no uh but <laughs> it was gross ew and I asked him to clean the water, and he got bitchy with me about it. And I'm like, "How? What did he say?" Because he had to put in a little effort. So what did he say? He was just like, "Oh, the bong is not good enough for Steve to for, to smoke at us, so I have to clean it." I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Ew." Anybody would say like, it, "It's not." I'm not asking you to do the full rigmarole of cleaning it. <laughs> rigmarole. Yeah. I'm just put fresh water. Yeah. No one's. It's not an act of Congress. Oh, my gosh. You don't have to be so uptight. I remember during the pandemic, I would clean my bong once a week when I had one. Remember? Yeah. I was cleaning it yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I suck. I, I'm lazy when it comes to cleaning the pieces. I remember I, I even showed my bong off on my Tinder profile. Remember? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yo, she smokes weed. She knows Sun Ra. I'm going to introduce myself to her. I'm going to swipe right, dude. And then you just wrote 10 run-on sentences. Yo, Mel's been getting on me about my my punctuation. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. But like, yeah, uh, punctuation. It's so fucking stupid, dude. No, I, I get it. <laughs> Damn, I, I can feel how, like, insecure it makes you because, like, your voice just gets lower and smaller and you're just like, oh, fuck. You have oh, a way God. of using words where I'm like, don't use the word smaller around me ever again. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I hope everyone's good. At I hope you had a good Easter. I hope you had a good Easter. I was on vacation and I just been getting high. Finished, finished this project that I'm I've been working on. What project? This album I have coming out. It's a a beat tape and album Woo! called Still Dusty Volume Two. It's gonna probably come out in the summer. I'm trying to do things right and not rush it, even though I wanted it out in the fall in the winter of this year, early this year, so I could proceed. It's taking more of a taking more of its time and i was on vacation and i've just been trying to get out of vacation mode this whole week i went back to work nice 10 days off we were gonna do the podcast last week and it was just i needed time to chill mm. i needed me time and um yeah so now we're back here and so much to talk to you about you know because so much has happened in our lives i feel like so much so much has happened in our lives yes. uh mel's been yeah certainly yes <laughs> One thing that happened in our life, well, my life, all right? I went, this is a gripe I have to talk about. I went to, I went to the pizzeria that in my area, well, my area, my, where my parents live. And um, I don't like discussing the podcast with people, but if we start talking about it, I feel, I, I don't, I feel I can't be rude enough to say like, Ah, uh, don't worry about it, cause or like you know, like I I don't want to talk about it or something mm -hmm. like that, because then you come up like an asshole. Okay. So I'm at the pizzeria, and this dude I that works there knows about the podcast, but he come like he comes off like such a dick that it makes me not want to talk to him. And how was he coming off like a dick? He just had it's a tone thing. It's like <sighs> it, it it's tone. It's the it's body language. It's like, and it just. 
all the collections of moments you have with that person yeah has has shaped who they are their your perception of who they are okay so this person's bringing up the podcast and i'm starting to get invested in the conversation which is such a mistake because i'm talking to this person who doesn't even listen to the show Mm. and i'm giving you the ins and outs about my podcast and it's such a is that such a younger version of me thing to do how do you know he doesn't listen to the podcast did he say that i just have a vibe he doesn't if he did like when you like if you enjoyed like if maybe you want to point something out that you either didn't enjoy or enjoy i see from I a specific see. moment in the, in an episode i feel like if he had listened to it he'd be like I, i've been listening you know yeah he would say that yeah and it's just you, you comment on a picture and i'm supposed to be like tight that's really fucking tight dude thanks so that happened this week and i'm like oh like i'm getting invested in the conversation with this person and i'm just like after the fact i'm like why like why do you do this you know what i'm saying did you feel like you had to prove something to him and that's why I you think, were getting invested in the conversation and he maybe wasn't I, to the same degree that you were? I think it was just more, I felt like I was explaining myself to be like, to get like a, okay, see what you're doing. And gotcha. there wasn't any of that. Okay. And I'm just kind of like, ugh, what a yuck conversation. So some form of validation is what you were seeking. Gross. Yes. <laughs> As everyone is losing their blue check marks on everything. <laughs> I'm out here seeking the real validation. <laughs> Do you listen? Do you fucking listen? <laughs> so that happened this week, and that bothered me. So, and yeah. Oh, well, man. You know, you don't have to explain anything to anyone that you don't, that you don't feel like is going to receive it well. And I know that. I just forgot at that moment. I was like, you, uh, did you really forget at that moment? Because I feel like our like we can't like lie about our instincts. Like let's be honest about our instincts. I feel like there's the way that we act a certain way when we have something to learn from it. Call out. Yeah, I guess it had to be a learning moment for me. It had to be, and sometimes we don't learn and un- we don't learn it until it happens enough times that you finally figure it out. Yeah, and I guess that was was a time I didn't have it figured out yet. God, what a what a 421 episode. This is full full of lessons so far. <laughs> so, it's fucking so aw- true. It's fucking awesome. And I feel like a therapist. In yeah, a way. so cool. I had a head wrap on to shape my hair. And Mel's like, "Are you gonna wear that on the podcast?" I'm like, "No." I don't even know why I just said that. I don't know either. There was a funny moment that happened before, and I was gonna reiterate it, and I completely dropped the ball. But you know what? That's what 421 is all about. Yeah. You're just really looking for ways to make me look silly. That's fine. And that's okay. I am silly. Yeah. I did I did go to a show this week. Let's move away from that. I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? I don't know. I feel like you want to continue talking about something, but anyway. I'm not on camera. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> God, I'm so, oh. I went to a show this week. First concert of the year. It was a great concert. It was the Action Bronson concert with this backup band that he had with uh, this group. It's right there, the clip. Uh, Human Growth Hormone was the backup band that he played with. And it was a very intimate setting. And it was a beautiful show. I went with my homie, 
JG baby, Josh Garcia. And it was great to see Action Bronson in, in an intimate room like that because it was just like a bar show kind of. And it was, the, it was, I wish bigger artists could do something like that where it didn't get crazy. But he's having a residency at this place called Le Poisson Rouge, mm. I guess, right? Mm-hmm. And he did a lot of deep cuts and he had a live band behind him. And I have a clip right here if you want to play that, Mel. I mean, he was spectacular just for you guys to get a taste. A taste. Oof. Where's the volume? There we go. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. So fucking tight. A real energy when he walks in the room. Damn, he's got a he's definitely asserts dominance. Alright, you can pause it. happening what happened where's the plane from i don't know wow hmm. okay. should we restart or no the podcast oh my god no no fuck that no. <laughs> Yo, we'll just play it off anyway yeah celebrate action bronson show he was tight he had a band open up for for him beforehand called a uh, creek road okay and, and what were they like they oh it was like a country band from from the boroughs all there were four guys in the band three of them were from the boroughs and one was i believe from upstate new york Mm. and they were like yo my man from staten island everyone's like wow he's like he's from brooklyn and they go i'm from queens you you know just kind of like dropped off he's like my man's from fucking (laughs) upstate new york doesn't get any love Damn. But they were, you know, they were, they were interesting. I don't have, I don't have a clip to show right now of them, but yeah. Action Bronson, first show back. Awesome. Loved it. Highly recommend when he comes to your city to check him out, okay? All right. I'm looking at your face and you're like, <laughs> like we're walking a tightrope because I feel that was rocky for me to be like, should we restart the podcast? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I like people who just are decisive. And I'm seeming indecisive, right? Yeah. Like, if you wanted to stop the podcast, you'd have been like, all right, done. Let's, a new take. But we're already 15 minutes in. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, we're here. And we love you guys. Thanks for listening. <sighs> yeah, we do. You know, this is, this is what we do. No, okay. I'm so out of my head right now. <laughs> it's the coconut water. I'm on that good coconut water and bong, and that bong juice. <laughs> but no, no but we, we really do love you guys. We are appreciative of everyone who listens genuinely we're here to ha- we're here to have a good time we're here to have a good time and that's what we're having right now and i don't even mind that's fine like of course like that this is a rhyme <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i wish someone would grind my hand into the fucking grinder of my weed grinder i want to put this out yo what would mike do in this situation He'd probably sing into karaoke. He'd be like, "Give yeah. me the song, Gaga," yeah. you know, right? And you could you, you have to own it. 
You have to own the moment. Exactly. And you know what? This is something I want to discuss. Considering we're 15 minutes into the the podcast already, this has been a trend that has been bothering me on Instagram recently. I've been seeing clips in my Explore page, and what I see a lot of the times are... What? Your face? No, go ahead. I don't just don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to lead into... Okay. Sorry, your face threw me off completely. <sighs> Everything's throwing you off. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's throwing you off and nothing is your fault. Yeah. I'm a <laughs> victim in this situation. I'm okay. genuinely a victim in this situation and it's not fair. Okay, so what... Oh, God. All right, here we go. Y'all, it's about to take a dive. So, I'm on Instagram, the Explore page, and a lot of these podcasters are having uh, porn stars on their podcasts, and I find it to be disturbing. Not disturb. It bothers me, so I'm disturbed by it. I'm preoccupied <laughs> by it. Yeah. You're obsessed with I'm ob- it. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with it because why can't I be there? No, but what it looks like is a... Uh, what bothers me about it is that, like... Everyone knows why you're interviewing a porn star on your podcast. It's not to ask her what her life's going to look like after porn. Okay. It's going to be about her porn career. And it's always like these fucking raunchy ass conversations that are just like, did you have her here? So you guys could race to see who was the first one to get hard. Oh God. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I have a few clips like watch. You can pull up the, uh, where it says Mia Malkova pod clip. This is a, from a podcast called Stiff Socks Podcast. It's Trevor Wallace's podcast. We got perfect size for you, madam. I like about eight inches. Fuck. All right. This stuff is gross. And I like, yeah, I like a little bit of girth, but not too are we much. Are talking no, metrics? <laughs> eight centimeters. You know what? I respect you. Eight your centimeters. A lot of women are like, it's just, you know, like... Five, six, is the one, because you're assuming what we have. Look, average is fine, you know, but fine it's not perfect. Right. Right. Like, if a girl pull my pants down, she goes, that's fine. I'm like, all right. This well, is. well, also, with you specifically, if you can take Mandingo, my six is not going to do anything. That's he was... not true. Like, it actually does, like, it feels just fine. Fine, it's, it's that's part, the problem. <laughs> it's like a mental thing. I think you're compensating right now. Are you trying to make us feel good? Yes. Like, it's a mental thing. There's no way like, it's a you mental guys thing. Average- I know I didn't. Oh, I didn't give I'm any sorry. commentary. I didn't give any commentary on that clip just now. I wanted everyone to experience that with me. Do you see what I'm seeing? Yeah, I see what you're seeing. It's like everything is ultimately about their reaction to the sex. Her. Yeah, like. And, but I mean, that's why she's there for a reason. She's there because she's uh, her service is to pr- provide this fantasy ugh. for these men. It's, but like boys, rather, and they're they're just drooling over her. Yeah. Like they're just like Matt. It's like so. It's like my thing couldn't even do anything about. Like it's like what it's about? What? It's ultimately about them. You Don't know? you have a girlfriend? Aren't you in a relationship? Aren't you in a motherfucking relationship? <laughs> Get your dick out of your hand, and don't use it. Don't use this clip for the spank bank. I don't want this clip used for the spank bank. All right, you forget this ever happened. You go home to your girlfriend. You make love to her. <laughs> She's not your girlfriend. All right. I'm disgusted. She's not your girlfriend. I have more. Please. I want to show another one. Oh, my God. Um, If you can find the one that says Violet Myers right there below, all the way at the bottom. Thank you. Play it. Here we go. Look at this disgusting shit. 
play. Fist my mouth. Can you get your fist in your mouth? Let's see. I used to do it in high school, but I don't know if I could do it now. Let's go, Violet Myers. Yeah, get in there. Get in there. Yo, wow! <laughs> Take that, Dread. So that's how I knew I was going to be somewhat a porn star. <laughs> Yo! They're having this girl fit like that. Everyone wants to be Howard Stern. I love how they call her her full name. Go, Violet Myers. Yeah, like it. Yo! They can't even just like. They can't even just call her by your first name. Like, just keep it casual. There's you know? no like, decorum there's... in the conversation. There's no decorum in yeah. the. Con there's no like substance. It's just like you're. What can you do for us? Yeah, exactly. What can you do for us? Put oh. your fist in your mouth. It's like you know, she comes in scantily. Oh, that's her. She's playing the role. Yeah. And to me, I just think these like like they all want to be on Plug Talk, which is the popular Adam Twenty Two podcast, which is uh, you know shameful that it that 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 is like the uh it seems like the peak for sure of, of where of where any guy wants to be now you the, know this is why i find you so attractive because you're not someone who's like he you don't think on a transactional level like like this relationship isn't transactional where like you know you you give me the goods and i give you the goods <laughs> in other ways <laughs> like you know it's it's not like tit for tat no even though we joke about that all the time like, we joke like, all we, the time it is definitely like a, why do they like if someone cooks the other person's washing dishes yeah if someone makes the bed the other person's maybe making coffee i don't know yeah yeah always we're, we but, but we're we, a good team exactly and i when i see this i just think about like all these like if you want to have porn stars on your podcast, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, yeah. obviously. But when I see it, it comes off very disingenuous to me where it's like, we obviously know why you had this person on the podcast. And it's just like, that's what you strive to be. Damn. And we all know what you're doing. And Well, I mean, what do you mean to be? Do you mean just like to do? Just like to be like the we're the podcast that interviews all the hottest porn stars and stuff like that. And it just kind of puts you it I'm not saying it like boxes you in, because I mean, okay, you could talk to anybody. Like it's a podcast, right? Where it's like you My argument I get I just see it as it's like these guys like get in the room with the hot girl and they just like the only way they'll ever be able to talk to this this porn star is by having them on their popular podcast. Right. Or else these these, and the, these women would never talk to you and like and just like they, would they approach you at the bar absolutely not i mean this is how you see it's transactional because yeah. it's like the, she's gaining more fans by being on the show possibly like people that don't already know her will see her and then they get to say i had this popular porn star on my show yeah and it's such such and it's such superficial conversation but doesn't it lead to also um like how <laughs> That was so gross. You know what? Never mind. No, no, but doesn't it lead to what? Go ahead, please. I didn't mean to do that. Um, <laughs> doesn't it lead to like how everyone's trying to be like plug talk? Plug talk, and it or just like this thing of like this in a, this no in a this no like inhibitions mm. like lifestyle where it's like put your like put your reservation leave your reservations at the door you know what i'm saying it's like monogamy is so fucking 2001 what are you gay yeah. like fuck everybody eat whatever you want drink whatever you want 
take whatever you want. It's a you know, life's a party. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's we're like all this, special. Yeah, this weird debaucherous nature that is happening. It's too much for me. It it's a it's <laughs> a lot. Me. Yeah, for me, it's a lot. Read a Bible, fuckers. <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah, I, I see these clips popping up on my page and I'm just like, every conversation is just about like, you can even pull up another one. Pull, please pull. Okay. You know what? That's my piece on it. I don't want to give any more. Any, I'm giving all these fucking other podcasts attention. You have so many. I know because they're, they're all, they've, I've seen them all and I'm like, Ooh, one is better than the other. And they're all, they're all gross. Uh, play the Abella danger one. Let's see that one. This is the last one. Look at these these grossies. Fan videos. Have you seen that? Is that random? Can you oh, sign up for that? Oh, it's 100% is Can real. you sign People up for that? Yeah. that? Very like, curious about this Yes. One. Yes, really? that's 100% real. Like, I know my friend Adriana Chajic has done them. And this girl that I know, um, Kelsey Monroe, has done them as well. And they really are fans. I know a girl who, like, fucked a fan. <laughs> the guy who won to fuck a fan contest. And she started dating the fan. And she had a baby with the fan. <gasps> Did she stay with the fan, though? <laughs> oh my god are you just now raising this porn star's baby in a, in a lonesome state somewhere <clears throat> oh, the circle of life i know the circle of life the mom passes the baby off to the <laughs> father and just gets in the car and takes off all right well listen guys that wraps up the first half of the podcast we'll be back for the second half i hope you enjoyed the first half it was a little rocky but that's okay we regroup and we come back stronger than ever Till the second half. Peace. Welcome back to the second half of Daddy's Home. Oh, man. I meant to stick this in the first half, but whatever. It's all good. Nah, this is good for a good chunky second half, you know? I had a an incident happen at um at work. One, <laughs> let me tell you this. To wrap this, this topic up, that crazy dude I told you about who talked about me waving to him. Remember? Yeah, your coworker. Reference an old episode. It's a, a couple episodes back where I talked about that. Okay. Um, I saw him. I was driving in my mail truck. I was passing by him, and I saw him. And he was waving at me like this the whole way. And I'm on the phone with my dad, and I see him, and he's like genuinely, he's like getting my attention really hard. And I was just like this. Hello, hi, asshole. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> like, when did this happen? Yesterday. I. He's like, if you don't wave me, I'm hello? gonna fucking get out and pull a gun out. Oh my god. Just, <laughs> Just another man. <sighs> Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Wave high, asshole! So, yeah. So, I was at work, right, a couple weeks ago. And, not even a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, a couple weeks ago now. And I've been getting into leaving cool comments on Instagram posts like an asshole. Um, you know, and when I say cool comments, I mean just blatant troll comments. And uh, recently, I saw Shane Gillis who's going to be on Kill Tony. And whenever now Kill Tony, which is hosted by a podcast hosted by Tony Hinchcliffe, whenever they do promotions for their podcast now, or just their comedy shows in general, it's always politically driven. So Shane Gillis does a donald trump impression that he's well known for and he's good for right so um anyway i wouldn't say that they always do it but they will do it he yeah he gets like like whenever okay so to explain all this that 
not i feel like a lot of the time they do have like political not political but they have like you know politically driven like like memes or whatever right, to like promote right. the show so they had shane sorry not to get lost in the weeds they had shane on um on kill tony and they put his face on uh donald trump's body with stormy daniels next to him in a mm. picture and um jesus that was a one comment oh my god so they put shane's face sorry shane's face on donald trump's body with stormy daniels and i just felt triggered by it and i left a comment on the kill tony page that said i'm sure shane loves being photoshopped as a trumpian figure nothing like pigeonholing a comic into a role and then i just knew you know here's the deal it was a monday and i was i was hungry i was training this new guy at work so all this energy had to go somewhere so i directed it to that comment section Just another manic monday. <laughs> and people started fucking responding because i knew i know how shane fans are i will i am i i'm bordering on being a shane fan i am a shane fan kind of you know eh. I haven't listened to the podcast in a few weeks. I'm still supporting the Patreon, but I haven't listened to their show. Sorry. It is what it is. I love how white people say, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Like, like, sorry oh, for my like, honesty. And, oh. it's, and, and it's like, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking, I hate that too. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I love not being on camera. Oh, this God. Is, this is great. That's fun. We're having a good time. I don't care. It's whatever. So what happened? So, so you, anyway, so, you said shit. so some I said that you know pigeonholing Shane into a into a role. Yeah. Someone wrote back with the first comment of the hand over the face, like you're such a fucking idiot. Someone wrote back, dude. He literally is known for his Trump impression. SMH crybabies. And then I replied back. I said I believe Shane is more than his Trump impression. That Shane is basically forced to do every time he's on the powerful gay RE. <laughs> every time Shane is on Rogan, you can guarantee Rogan says to Shane, your sketch show is hilarious. Your Trump is out of this world. And instead of Shane being Shane and saying, this is gay, I do the impression every time I'm on, that's Shane's cue to do the impression he barely wants to do. And shame can't give pushback to Joe because if he does, Joe will never have him back on. That's all. That's all. Can you play a song? And then the comments, that was all. That's all I had to say. And the comments kept rolling in, right? I mean, boy, people were mad. They were like, they were like, you're, oh shit. Yo, wait. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, here it is. Dude, Shane will never let you suck his penis. Calm down. <laughs> I said, why would I want to suck another man? Odd response. You're typing paragraphs defending something he doesn't care about. That's what and, he's. That's what they said. Yeah. So this guy, oh, this guy wrote back, you're typing paragraphs defending something he doesn't care about and jokes about constantly. You want to be Shane's butt dog. Butt dog, Steven. That's what we call you. <laughs> <laughs> dog steven and then someone wrote but someone else wrote butt dog steven and i'm just reading these at work i'm laughing my ass off and i said this damn i gave just a little note about trying to help shane save his career 
everyone is defending a man who wouldn't even save them from a burning room. But okay, y'all enjoy. <laughs> and then after that, I was kind of spent. And like, oh yo. Oh my god. <laughs> it's jokes, not a dick. <laughs> and, you know, what made me laugh was uh, I knew exactly that I wanted to get people to react. And I was happy they did. Because we all had fun on a Monday. In the comment section, you're at work. You're like, yo, fuck this goddamn job I'm at. And then you see me being like, why does Joe always make Shane do his, Shane, his Trump impression? And everyone's like, that's what Shane does. And they're getting fired up. And the energy is being brought back into your life. And I'm here to tell you, you're welcome. Yeah, but like, also, it was at your expense. Because you wrote a paragraph to explain a very simple concept. And here's what I say. It's 421. We're allowed to do that. <laughs> Mouth barbs. Just another manic Monday. You can pause that. Yeah, so I hope everyone had a good... <laughs> but here's the thing. I didn't realize as the comments were rolling in, I was like, oh, wait. People can check out my page and see my dumb little fucking podcast things and be like, look at this fucking queer. And I'll be like, yeah, yo, you're right. <laughs> God damn it. I do my podcast in my room. <laughs> and one guy who has been... not He hasn't recently, but because I didn't post anything, but he was peeping my story. Wait. From the comment section. Wait, like recently? Yeah. Shut the hell up. He's at our apartment. So right you now. have a stalker from a comment that you made? That's right. Holy shit. That's actually like concerning. I didn't realize. How come you didn't tell me this? <laughs> I saved it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Just another manic Monday. He runs in and cuts my throat. Shane will never fuck you. <laughs> But Shane did, yo, so I, I watched, I watched, we watched Kill Tony that night. Okay. And Shane did have redemption in my eyes. And here's why. Tony was introducing the last comic of the night. His name is Casey Rocket. Uh-huh. And Tony gives this guy a huge intro. And he's like, this guy is a killer. <laughs> he'll, you'll never forget him. After tonight, you will never forget who this guy is. Right. And this guy comes out, and he does half okay. His 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 act can get tiring. Yeah, you can tell. So the guy Casey Rocket does his set, and then he stops. You know, he's done doing his thing. And Shane was kind of like half impressed. I feel like Shane would definitely get pissed off by a guy with that kind of energy around you all the time. He just like was so like a lot. He was very theatrical, and like it wasn't really about the like the content of what he was saying it was more about like just getting quick call, laughs callbacks at like certain moves that he was making because he was just like non-stop moving on stage he called back every time uh the nickelback line never made it as a wise man yeah and then do a little dance and like just... yeah like a crab so <laughs> yeah literally like a crab. Did, did, did a crab dance and shane goes to tony he said that intro you gave him was like ridiculous. And Tony goes, what do you mean? And Shane's like, I mean, it was just, you were like, you're never going to forget me after tonight. And it's putting a lot of, and Shane was like, it, you're putting a lot of pressure on the guy to do great. And what if he bombs? And Tony's like, oh, you're just thinking like an all like a New Yorker, you know, like an older, like an old New Yorker comic thing. And wow. And Shane's like, I've only been in New York for two years. And then that's when it got awkward. Yeah. Like, but they like moved on after that. Exactly. Or, like they laughed it off and then kept it going. I it's appreciate like, Shane for that because when Tony did that intro, I had a reaction like, why are you building up this thing? What if I fucking bomb? 
And you're like, you'll you'll never forget him. Yeah, if I bomb, they'll ne- they'll certainly never forget me. So please, a li- go e- a little easy on the intro next I time. I mean, he was probably trying to go like the classic route of like you know, and like talk show hosts like they they announce the comedian of the night and they're like the great amazing blah blah, blah. like he was probably just going from his memory of like what how to announce someone that you think is going to do well so tony can't even be himself is what you're saying i mean i i, I also <laughs> but i also thought that his like i i thought that his minute was just kind of redundant i was tired after like 20 it felt like he was on stage for like half an hour for 20 for a minute i'm like jesus christ dude calm down like you have not like you just like i love pills i'm like the crab dance the crab dance never made it as a wise man i'm like oh my god you're a lot you're a lot bro but yeah that was fun for a monday to get everyone fired up about shane gillis and hey shane i appreciate you standing up for the uh for kate you know the shitty intro Tony gave this guy. Tony, hopefully you'll learn. Oh my god. Tony, hopefully you'll learn. But we've been watching uh Mel's been getting me into uh Succession. We're enjoying that. I hope the only way this this show can end is by all the lo- the Roy kids getting a sniper bullet to the head. I mean, there's oh nothing god. redeeming about any of them. Any of them. But why does there have to be? I know, for the sake of humanity. I right? know, yeah. Well, I'm down here following the rules and everything, <laughs> and they're just like, uh, like cheating on their partners and making, you know, putting out bad news and betraying shit. betraying their dad. Exactly. Oh, yeah, talking to reporters about their family, spilling the secrets. The only way it could end. Kendall Roy fucking killed a, a busboy. That was. That's, we're still in season two. We're gonna get yeah. through season three. I know. We'll get there. But I'm just saying, it's like. There has not been any redeeming qualities in anybody except cousin Greg. I like he's innocent, but he's getting a little cunty now too. Yeah, he's kind of like, he's but like, I need this. But I need you to do this for me. Well, he's like, I kind of did something bad. Yeah, yeah and Tom, I kept the. Re- I actually sound like him. I yeah. kept the, the documents. And he's like, let's. And Tom's like, let's slap this bitch of a day. You know, whatever the fuck he says. But we've been watching that. We uh. You know, we mentioned last week Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez, when we were on Selena Watch, right? When <laughs> we were on Selena Watch? And we realized Selena just hates her life, but doesn't want to give up what comes with She hates the, the life that she has, but she doesn't want to give up her lifestyle because she she likes what it can, what it can afford her. Ooh, that needs a drop. That needs a drop because that was, that's what I want. That succinct clarity from my man and that's what will you know ever since she got the knockers of course <clears throat> she doesn't want to give it up <laughs> there's also a male selena gomez as well i'm not going to spend too much time on this because there's a there's two things i want to talk about on here i want to make sure we get to the important stuff yeah. pete davidson dropped a, an, another one of my adversaries <laughs> he dr- dropped a trailer for his show that's coming out on peacock called bupkiss oh god and it's like the king of staten island too it's another show about him and why his life is so hard and everything meanwhile you know like it affords you very nice luxuries things you can do but like everyone makes fun you know though the trailers about him get made fun of and you know he's a joke to the world and this and that and it's just the same old story you know it's just crazy that like people like executives agreed to produce 
another version of his first project, right? Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, we don't know that for sure because we haven't watched the first one. It's kind of like a second chapter to that. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, where he's at now, as opposed to like where I guess that movie where he started from, King of Staten Island. Gotcha. Okay. And it's just um, he complains about everything that he gets, but like then doesn't want to stop doing what he does. But we we have to watch these things, right? We're gonna watch it. Oh, we've got a Peacock account. <laughs> Another guy too, Frank Ocean at Coachella. Oh my God, this was so disappointing. Loves his life. I'm sure he loves his life. Don't want, you don't want me delivering a six-hour mail route. I could assure you that. Yo. I don't even oh. want to be doing that. Oh Goes to Coachella, has a prima, you know, hurts his ankle apparently, has a prima donna moment with this skating rink he had for his set. He wanted, so they got, you know, Coachella in the desert of California got a skating ring together shit, for his performance. Skaters, dancers. Skater, everything. Frank said, I don't want it anymore. Get it out. Like the day of, The right? day of said, oh, you can't live stream my performance. And then had like a very, he's kind of like the character in Soul, the Pixar movie Soul mm-hmm. at the at the end when he finds out like, oh, oh, this is all it is. Like, it's just the next gig type vibe. Yeah. But here, but the difference is that the, the character from Soul was a pretty nice guy and he actually died, you know, like he died before he got to ruin people's day. Yeah. You know, Frank Ocean just gave no fucks and was like, well, my life matters way more than all of you guys here. And I'm going to ruin your Coachella Everyone- experience. And anyone who wanted to watch Blink-182 is now not going to be able to see them because then they had to... What didn't they have to switch like the performances? Yeah, around? so he dropped out of this weekend. So now Blink One Eighty Two is headlining Sunday, and apparently yeah. they killed it. Oh, I, that's cool. I was listening to Redbot talk about it, and he said they watched the Blink One Eighty Two live stream. They killed it. They well, they sound they sounded uh good. Nice. Um, but yeah, Frank Ocean dropped out of the second weekend, and crazy thing is about like um, well, they said Frank Ocean just seemed like he didn't want to be there, and it's like all right, like if that's I, I don't have to tell you. No one it, wants you to be somewhere that you don't want to be. Exactly. Like, that's such a vibe killer. But, like, I feel like maybe he felt, uh, I don't want to let these people down again, so let me go do it, I guess. But just as the day progressed, he was kind of like, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. Nah, he, like, driving, he's like, fuck this, fuck this. So there's a pop-up record shop at, um, at Coachella, apparently. Coachella. And this record shop had one copy of blonde an actual pressing of blonde the frank ocean record on vinyl there on sale for 800 dollars. oh my god and people were lining up throughout the whole park to get to the whole show to get to hopefully get in this thing and get a copy get imagine, the one copy get the mean. one copy of blonde imagine just being like all but the that way. doesn't even make any sense like if i was at the back 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 of the line and i I'm saw out. all I of these people out. trying to buy like literally spend their rent money and what's so cool about this is that steven got this record for like 60 dollars. you gotta throw your back out you gotta throw your back out you gotta throw your back out <laughs> and be on <coughs> instagram at the right time but yeah you know who did come to the co- uh to the coach how to perform and mel and i had a <coughs> detailed talk about this <coughs> the weekend he was brought up by metro boomin and he has this new fucking song out that is it's it's could you please <coughs> play uh yes double fantasy i mean it is sexual beyond belief so <coughs> i saw stories of the performance and it was just like uh 
oh, he's got sax and everything. But the chorus is like, you want me inside you. Yo, fire. Let's let it rock. The weekend <laughs> was was not playing that. He fucking came out. He sung his <laughs> he sung his ass off. And he he does a cover of I Don't Wanna Know, which Oh yeah. I think he's got a great voice. He does, but Mel so Mel has a point of contention about this. She's like He's he's a little you know, what what self centered. Ah, uh, I mean it's I'm conflicted in my in in my opinion because it's like if you're gonna be an artist that's like if you're trying to grab people's attention if you're trying to be a star yeah then you can only think of yourself as a star and he's, like uh, if uh, he wants to go inside you <laughs> he's gonna go. He he's could gonna be, go inside you. He's gonna go inside you, whether it's through your pussy or your soul or or your brain or. And you it know? feels like all. I feel like it's both. I worked out to this this morning, and I yeah. was like, "Damn, my holes are like this. <laughs> my holes, my mouth, and it was like, you want me inside." I'm like, Ugh. Ugh. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god. But this is for the uh, soundtrack to his show coming out, The Idol, right? Yeah. Damn, come on, bro. Let's get into this. It's about to drop. I just want to get to that beat drop. I don't, you know, it's coming. <laughs> I feel like I should be doing like 80s fucking workout shit to this Slow like workout. yeah like to like <laughs> Woo! God damn it! <laughs> All right. But yeah, like yo, this song is sexual. But <laughs> this song is sexual, dude. And this is all and you can pause it. This is all in reference to his new show, The Idol, which has a lot of controversy surrounding it. This Idol show. It's next, the next the next project coming out from Sam Levinson, who created Euphoria, right? Mm -hmm. And the show has a lot of uh, concerning things about the set. And, of course, The weekend and Johnny Depp's grade-A daughter had a cool promo <laughs> about Rolling Stone, calling them outdated and all this stuff. Because Rolling Stone had written an article about working at, uh, about what was going on on set to the show yeah a lot of crazy things that are being reported we're gonna check this show out when it comes out we mm -hmm. have to i mean so the 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 plot is like uh they're trying to like finally next like badass like pop chick like dirty pop chick yeah and of course she gets wrapped up with the weekend who's like the weekend's character in the show He's like a manager yeah manager or like guru type right, guy right right yeah yeah, so it's like things are gonna ensue. <laughs> things, things are gonna happen, brother. <laughs> Man. But yeah, we uh, we're watching our our favorite show again. Love is blind. Yeah. It's everyone's favorite show. It's back for a fourth season. We're wrapped up in it. I love it because these people are all socially retarded. <laughs> and I mean, listen, you wouldn't be on a Netflix. I, you, They're you, just insecure about yeah. themselves romantically. There's this dude, Marshall, who was like really intense. And I was like, if you get into a fight with this dude, he was just like, like the second this girl didn't reciprocate Jacqueline, she didn't reciprocate the feelings he wanted. He got so tight. Yeah. Damn, socially retarded was a was a, a a thing to call him. But the thing is, you wouldn't be on a Netflix reality show if you were able to just cope and like, just not cope, but like cope is actually the word. Cope in the real world. 
and Cope I don't to re- like accept rejection. Yeah, you know, accept and, nuances in relationships. Yeah, and we're 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 enjoying it. And I said to Mel, I was like, I would like to go on there, and I have the same stance as like us having a kid. Okay. I'd like to go on there and just see who I end up with. I had this, uh, you know, <laughs> when people ask, like, not when people, like, people ask me. I say, you know, when I have a kid, I just want to, I'm curious to see what the kid looks like. Like, you know, yeah. I really am. Right. And then I pose the question, what if you fall in love on yeah, the pod? Yeah, so, oh, so love is blind. If I go on that show, that would be, it would be, oh, that's fucked. Because you have to go through the whole process of sitting in the, the cell and everything. So... That's a good question. Do I fall in love? <laughs> I'd have to. That's that's tough. And I and I'd be watching at home like, what the <laughs> fuck? right? I'm just like, yo, this social experiment, this social <laughs> experiment, mouth barb has gone awry. <laughs> have gone awry. Remember when you were like, I want to go home, and they're yeah. like, you just signed a contract. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, right. I'd just be like, all right. If yeah, if I'm just like, all right. I kind of want to, like, yeah, after the reveal, if I'm just like, all right, cool, I know it's you, that's what would happen if I, like, went through the whole thing of this show, is, like, falling in love, and she, but the thing is, she falls in love, too. Yeah, that would fucking, that would be so sad. And I'm like, this, you know, I'm, like, the least competitive person, I'd be like, you, now you have to marry her. Um, you know, it's a lot. Because she's gonna, <laughs> you're gonna hurt her feelings, um, and I'd rather her, fe- I'd rather my feelings get hurt than her. I gotta give her the sales pitch and be like, listen, monogamy is so 2020. <laughs> That was so 2019 before a pandemic happened and we knew we were all going to fucking like possibly die. So polyamory is a cool new thing. So join me or I'll kill myself. Steven. That's what she says next. And then I go, the choice is yours. And then I pull out a thing of dynamite like, don't move. And they're all like, what? And I'm like, I'm just kidding. It's fake. Oh my gosh. But I'm going to go home. And then I come home to you. I run to you. <laughs> I want to run to you. Just another manic Monday. It's so funny. It's not even Monday. I know. It's, it's Friday. Friday. You know, one time I was uh, doing a comedy competition and it was 20. It must have been like 2010 around that time. Okay. 2011. 2011 and comedy competition i had comedy. just the day before i went on an audition for a vitamin water commercial wow and i was very late to the audition oh it was God. a voiceover audition i was just another manic <laughs> catch a train in the rain Way! so anyway i get to the audition late and she goes i can't let you audition but i can let you just like read it and we can like see how you sound and i'm like all right fine so I read whatever this and that. So I had a comedy competition in New Jersey on a Friday and I was so depressed. So I, the audition was on a Thursday. I had the comedy competition on a Friday. That Friday I was very depressed and I was watching this show pranked on MTV2 because I was late to this audition when things like that mattered to me, when things like that mattered to me. And I was laying on the couch and I was watching Rebecca Rebecca Black. Okay. From Friday, yeah. Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Right, right. I was like, was torturing myself with that, just watching it on, on that Friday. I figure I'd share that with you. Wow. Episode four twenty one. It's pretty tight. So what happened in the competition? Now I want to know. Um, I think I came in second. Wow. Okay. 
New Jersey thought I was funny, dude. Wow. I'm sure they thought you were pretty cute, too. No, I had like a I was I had like a mom ass at that time, I feel like. Oh and I was God. wearing like this cardigan that I always wore. I just looked like I felt like I looked like a jackass. Oh. <laughs> but you must have been really funny to win second place. They're like mom ass, mom ass, mom ass, mom ass. I'm like, That's not my name. It's not my name. Alright, that's it. I'm done with that drop. <laughs> I hope so. That's it. All right, we're going to get ready to uh, wrap this show up. I, yeah, that bong. Dangerous bong. I want to talk about this last thing I see here. By the way, if you're seeing that record behind me, that is a Odd Future Volume 2 record. That's right. That's the guy, that guy's name is Lucas Versetti. I don't know what he's doing now. I hope you're okay. But I have this record, and it's pretty fucking tight. All right, so bask in it. And um, Drake Bell was missing for a day and is, uh, you know, people, you know, it's funny about Drake Bell to say about this is that people were concerned about him, mm. but recently he was in Mexico. Right. And he was there because he's trying to escape, you know, the, I think the court case going to come up here about being with a young, uh, you know, molesting a young woman, oh. doing, you know, but it's funny how he's like missing and then people were like concerned about him but then also were like before this were kind of like what a fucking piece of shit but they're like he's missing now yeah yeah i feel like i don't have enough time, I don't have enough time to make my point about drake uh drake and josh so you know maybe it's okay you could still try maybe next time what how much time we have it's 53 53 okay so then Mel was, didn't Mel didn't know what Drake and Josh was so I told her that I knew about the show I just never watched it okay so there she never she didn't you know she knew the show she never watched it the premise of the show <laughs> oh <laughs> my the, God. She, the premise of the show is two white guys become brothers um so Drake and Josh they're brothers in the show they're uh stepbrothers and um you know Josh is the fat okay so keep going okay so Josh is the uh Josh was the fat one. Drake was the cool one. Always getting all the bitches on the show, right? And uh, I told Mel that, like, Drake Bell never really grew out of that because he was really cool then. It made him feel really cool. I mean, imagine being a young guy on a Nickelodeon show and, like, you're making out with two girls in this scene. And it's like, sweet. I'm never going to grow up. He really did? They had him making out with girls on the show. Yeah, it's like making out with her girl and then her sister. Oh my god. That's pornography. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't get so Drake was like to Josh, they were because they don't talk now, I think. That they we don't they talk haven't anymore. Yeah. So Drake Bell was like, I wish we could go back to the way things were on like Drake and Josh. Like, I wish we could do like Drake and Josh now. And Josh was like, I'll do it, but I have to write it. And, and Josh was always the fat loser on the show. And Drake was always the cool skinny guy who fucking got ahead and got by. So it had to be from Josh's perspective, which is now Josh would be the successful one and yeah. Drake would be a loser. And Drake did not like that plot line. He was like, <laughs> I'm the winner. And this sucks because like, why does it have to be a binary? Yeah, you fucking. Why can't it be non-binary, dude? Why can't it both be successful? But then where's the show? Yeah. That's, exact, oh. that's exactly it. And the same thing with with uh, Succession. Yeah. It's like if the people weren't pieces of shit in the show, just be like them going, I'm watching people go, go to work. Yeah, exactly. And everything's fine. I was going to hit that Manic Monday drop Yo, again. Oh, thank God you didn't. Just another Manic Monday. That'll do it for us this week. All right. 
Until next time, we love you. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Good night. Caught a wall, bring a challenge from the eight masters. Haji Long, one of them bastards that were head basher. Yeah, we skate mental, but the meaning of a thrasher is the whiplash out and let you pussy niggas fracture. I need meds from a middle institution where our brand is revenge. Beat them fingers shoot. Record them screaming, intertwine them in the loop, then take the garbage out back. I pay the homage, in fact. I'm throwing T bones to these wannabe me clones in a wannabe me clothes. Bitch, I'm actually old. I spin you like the cover we yawn. Get in between the pages. I'm 21 now, I've been running these fast facts blocks for ages. Organic for breakfast, free ranging on stage at 12 noon on my clock. Engaged for 12 gauges. I spit the plague and don't believe it, be a pagan. I send your wife dead photos of you taken by Sagan. Bitch. That we shit, hot shit, piss off custodians and get rich and marry fat bitch Lamar Odium. I'm rich bitch and y'all jelly as the jar petroleum that I had used when I eloped with him in 40 Mormon and I'm planning on fire and Clancy ain't no damn controlling them boy. You can't carry this damn can of Nickelodeon boy. My boy down more higher than fat bitch of sodium and nuggets greener than the fucking can my Arizona's and I'm sneaking in your kid's earlobe. Oh no, it's him goblin. Dropped like the soap in the tub. And now I have famous friends who like coke and their drugs. Dancing with me, Jerry Sandesky and the Pope in the club. Jerry's trying to get a tug but isn't paying enough. Now if he doubles it, I'll tug it in the bathtub with bubbles. And the rubber ducky that I got on tour Kentucky with some groupies. Where I had got lucky with some sucky sucky. Trust me, honey bunny, if you fuck me, you gon' leave with running nose. I be running in these holes with no condom on. Fuck it, fuck it.